bad. Do you remember when? So what do you want to say, Craig? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm asleep. No. Uh, we were just reminiscing. We, we were just reminiscing about the time we recorded three podcasts in one night. And what happened was that on episode three, we basically spent the entire time yawning and not having any salient points or information to give to listeners. Yeah, we just, it must have been the driest podcast. It was ever. awful. However, if you want great content, if you want to read spectacular writing from Craig and I, you can do before anyone else. If you head to manifestsimplicity.com and put your email address in a little box, please do it right now. It helps us out massively. We can get your email. We can just shoot you an email once a week. Once a week. No spam, no nothing. Just an email to say that the, pod, that the essay is available and the podcast is coming out on Monday. You read the essay on Friday, you mull it over over the weekend, and then you listen to us talk about it. Like we're about to right now. Yeah. Head to the website and it's about to drop. We're going to go. Welcome to Manifest Simplicity, Craig changed it again. He changed the welcome again. No, we're doing this- Two for two, baby. We're doing this whole podcast in German, purely for (laughs) Phil, for our friend Philip. Philip, this podcast is for you. Hello, and welcome to Manifest Simplicity, where we discuss intentional living, minimalism, and searching for meaning in a world obsessed with more. I'm Brick. (laughs) You've changed it again. I'm Craig. Oh my god, the, the podcast is ruined. It's ruined. Should it's we just start again? Let's start again. No, we're not going to start again. We're just going to go for it. I don't All right, care. Rick, let's go. And together we run a website called manifestsimplicity.com. We post essays, short thoughts, recommendations, and our rules for living a more meaningful life. What are we looking at on today's show, Craig? We've got, well, this is our 30th episode. So why, it? why wouldn't we be looking at tree planting, hitting the reset button, and re-watching your favourite movie? Oh, yeah. I love, love to do that. Love to do that. And if yours is Star Wars, I swear to God. <laughs> I love Star Wars. I know you do. It's not my favourite movie. All right, that's fine then. Well, we can continue with the podcast. Why? You don't like Star Wars? No, I do, but we talk about Star Wars. Star Wars a lot. Star Wars. It's, yeah, like, which 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 spa treatment's the best? Ooh. And then it's like, oh, you're getting a sauna. Ooh, and then some, someone comes in and they're like, oh, have you had a facial yet? And they give you a facial. Force facial. <laughs> This is very aggressive, this podcast. Uh, before we we get into that, and we start giving each other facials, you can't contain yourself. Oh my god. This is only This podcast two. is so fun. Uh, like, t- like, like, listen, listen, right, right. If you want to have, like, people listening. If you want to have the most fun you've ever had... Just do a podcast. Right, just start a podcast, because it's so ridiculous. <laughs> How mental is it that we have a conversation mm-hmm. about some essay we've written, and then we post it on the internet and people listen to it? I know. It's a bit mad. There's at least 70 people listening to it this least. week. Okay. Uh, okay, I'm ready. I'm, I'm back now. Oh, the questions, are you ready? I'm ready. Are you relaxed? Yeah, I'm more than unrelaxed. <laughs> what is something that made you extremely angry this week? Um, or a little bit peeved? Broke my phone. Oh, yeah, that's something that I know for a fact has annoyed you. Really annoyed me. <laughs> so tell the listeners what, what you've done to your phone. Um, so I have a Apple phone 
and it has also known for those people listening iPhone an iPhone and it um, the charging bit where you plug in your charging lead known as the dock that bit has got broken and what that means is now can't listen to music on headphones anymore it still charges doesn't it still charges which is great it doesn't allow me to use headphones, which is how I was recording music into my phone. I was Ooh. using headphones, so I'm gonna have to get. My, I'm gonna have to pay to have my phone replaced, which Ooh. is ridiculous. If you want to carry on making music, that's it. If I want to move forward in the musical world, I'm gonna need to go backwards in the financial world. Yes. Oh. Um, oh. The, the other annoying thing is that I've ripped my favorite jeans. Uh, oh, you did that the other day when you were being overly excited in work, didn't you? Yeah, I jumped on someone's back. Oh no! I think you did it before that. Um, it was the morning. There was a few of us around, and you oh no, they dancing. were ripped before that. Right. Okay. And I ripped them more, jumping on, on that day. Okay. Yeah. So I've ripped my jeans. I've broken my phone. So I'm gonna have to replace both those things. But I'm gonna get the exact same phone I have now because it's my favorite, and I'm gonna get the exact same jeans because they're my favorite. Exactly. So Sorry. we're not. You're not. In the interest of simplicity, not making my life any more complicated by having to learn a new phone or. Adjust to wearing a new style And that's jeans. what we spoke about on last week's episode. Yeah, so go back and listen to last week's episode about Ooh, simplicity, simplicity and being simple. Yay, uh, and also something made you happy this week. Yes. So, I mean, it's been a, it's probably been two weeks now since the launch of Spring Break. But yes, we talked about it a little bit last week. Um, I have launched my new music project and I am writing a load of cool new music. The Instagram is... Spring break with an X instead of an I. So S P X N G. S P R X N G. Oh, S P R X N G. Um, which is because I'm super hipster, and also because my friend Nate came up with it, and now I'm using it, which is cool. And teasers and stuff have been coming out, and new music, a single, new music, uh, probably four. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna, yeah, one a week. I'll put out a new single every week in August. Oh. Because last week we were undecided. Yeah. Is that what you've settled on? That's what we're doing. All right, fair. Um, so, yeah, there's lots of teasers, and it's been nice to be writing music. And I've worked with a load of cool new people again, which is co- cool people again, which is cool. Um, working with Emac from back home. I'm working with MXM, who are a production team from Manchester, who are really, really talented. Like, How did you get to know these guys? Um, well, Mikel from MXN. Uh, MXM works with us. Oh, okay. Um, he's really, really good. I like Mickle. Mikel, um, and his writing partner, his production partner, Ramon, is like super talented oh, as well. Oh, yeah, I've met Ramon. So those guys I'm working with, which is nice. I'm going to be... I'm working with a singer um, called Zoe from Down South. She's going to come and sing some stuff for me, which is nice. Um, working with Emac and potentially Sonny Kale, who's like a big producer from Down South. Um, yeah, so lots of cool things happening. It's been very nice to get back into the into the music. I've been writing with a load of cool people as well, which is nice. Nice, very yeah. good, very good stuff. Very good. And it, are any of these people who you want to give a shout out to? Um, they all deserve a shout out. However, I'm going to give a shout out to my dad. Oh, well, it's fifty quid. He son. doesn't give me fifty quid on a regular basis, but he is always he's ready. Too busy giving fifty quid to everyone else. Yeah, he's always ready to help me out. My dad is. So my dad is the old rock. He. He's bloody good. He's a very... He, he is doesn't, bloody good. He doesn't know he's a good dad, but he's a very good dad. Um, I, I probably don't tell him enough that he doesn't... Are you the job. oldest as well? I'm not. I have an older sister, Charlie. I have two younger brothers, Jim and Pete. Uh, I'm kind of like... Yeah, I'm one of the middles. 
Yeah. But you were the first, you were the oldest boy. I'm the oldest boy. So with you, it was all or nothing. The other two, he had you to practice with. To get uh, it right. Kind of, yeah. I, I, yeah. But it seems he's got it right with you. He's well, I've, oh, I mean, I, I mean, thanks, mate. That's good, that, isn't it? Thanks, mate. Powerful stuff. Yeah, I feel like I'm doing okay. Like, I'm, I'm still alive. Yeah. Which is good. Survived yeah. 28 years. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mad, that, isn't it? Mad. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. So shout out to your dad. I'll tell you what. Big Kim. Give your, give your dad a ring or a little text message. Just tell him how much he means to you. Let's right ring now. Kim now. Should I ring my dad? Oh, you could do. I was joking. I didn't think you'd actually do it. I should learn, really. Because yeah. I know when I say you should do something, you'll just go ahead and do it. Oh, oh we're FaceTiming him. We're Can we not FaceTime him? He won't answer because he's working. Well, why are we FaceTiming him then? Let's try. See if he answers. I don't want to FaceTime your dad. I've regretted this. Okay. I'll call him after the show. He'll he'll think there's something up now. Nah, he'll be right. He's working. Well, should we do some good news then while we wait for kids? Yeah, to let's do some back? good news. Um, okay, so... This isn't going to be a regular thing either, people. I know we phoned Gregory last week. Yeah. We're not going to be phoning That was relevant to the episode, so... Okay, so... Here to we hit go. Me with you. Oh, do you want me to hit you with mine? Oh, uh, yeah, go on Go then. on, I'll hit you, because you... Yours is about trees, right? Mine is. So, Mine's Turkey... about greenhouse emissions. So. Ooh, Segway! So, Turkey are going to soon be dedicating a holiday to planting trees. Oh. Pretty nice. Like a tree festival. Pretty nice. Festival hey. of trees. Can't exactly say it's going to be a festival. Are there going to be bands that are all tree-related? Think of some tree-related bands right now. I can't. You can. Alkaline Trio. Oh, you went straight in! I did, and that was a good one. That was really good. Yep. Oh, now I'm thinking of one. Fleetwood Mac. Oh, my You're so good at this. I'm on it. Yep. I didn't think I'd be this good. I'm terrible at these things. What about Leaf Me The Horizon? Oh, Leaf. All right, no. No, terrible? No. Um, What about um, Kate Bush? Oh, okay, yeah, you can have that. (laughs) That's a good one. Yeah, I like that one. Ed Shearer's. Oh, you, <laughs> you can tell you like that one. Oh, that's very good. Yeah, 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 yeah. What other ones? Maximo Bark. <laughs> yeah, also a good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, right, oh, anyway, God. so yeah. now we're over the puns. Daft Trunk. <laughs> You're on fire. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> So, uh, so, Turkey will dog soon be... Ha- drunk! He's <laughs> drunk! Turkey will soon be dog having... Drunk. You, can I please explain to people? <laughs> you shut up. Turkey will soon be having a tree planting holiday. <laughs> I can't even read this. Dedicated a whole day to plant trees throughout the country after officials, including <laughs> President... Recep Tayyip Erdogan responded to the call that went viral on Twitter. The idea to dedicate, to, to dedicate a day for the purpose of planting trees came from Enes Sehin, who shared a message on Twitter urging everyone in the country to join the initiative. So, yeah. Good shout. Uh, apparently it got 55,000 responses on Twitter. Oh. Uh, let's see, skip through. After a few hours, uh, President Erdogan welcomed the call also in a Twitter message. Um, yeah, inspired by Muslims' religious holidays, Eid al-Fatah and Eid al-Adha, Sahin told himself, 
Oh, Sahin told himself, why not have a holiday to plant trees? I want all of us to go and plant and water the trees, Sahin told the Turkish media outlet, adding that having an official holiday will enable people to spend that day for greener turkey. Oh, that's good. I mean, if you get a turkey out of the oven and it's green, it's not good, but a green Turkish country is going to be fantastic. That's wonderful. And the UK becomes the first major economy to enforce net zero carbon emissions. Ooh. So smaller economies worldwide are adopting carbon, 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 carbon neutral emissions laws. On the other hand, countries like the United States are simply talking about it. For the United Kingdom, carbon neutrality isn't just theoretical. It has recently become the first major economy in the world to pass laws enforcing net zero carbon emissions. It's a huge step and no doubt it has paved the way for other large economies to follow suit. That is fantastic. So we started the Industrial Revolution. We did. And now we're on the forefront of the green, uh, the carbon emissions revolution as well. We are. We're smashing it. Doing really well. Oh, so uh, in answer to, I think a few weeks back, we mentioned that Norway had a higher sales uh, ratio of electronic cars. Oh, Danny Cradden spoke to me about this. Big man Crads came to me and he was like, do you want to know why? And I was like, yeah, go on then. And apparently they don't charge tax on, on electric, electric, on electric cars. Whoa. So buying petrol ones, boop, you tax. Obviously we tax everything, uh-huh. whereas they don't. So right. it's better and cheaper to probably buy a Tesla. We should have that. Than it is to not buy a Tesla. Yeah, it's cheaper to buy a electric car than it is to buy a non-electric car because they offset the tax. So actually the tax on petrol vehicles has gone up. Will you stop that? Yeah, sorry. Um, the tax on petrol vehicles has gone up in accordance with the reduction of tax for electric vehicles. So they've offset it, meaning that the tax that you would have paid for the thing they've added onto the petrol ones. So the petrol ones are like twice as expensive. Yeah. Which makes it more desirable to buy an, an electric, electric car. car. And I mean, Norway is gorgeous. So. Oh yeah, Norway's beautiful. So what's this essay, Mick? This, well, I was going to ask you the same question. You wrote it. Well, no, I beat you to it. Okay, so this essay is called Reset. It is. So I'll tell you all a little bit about Reset. Go on, hit so, me with Reset. Hit me with your <laughs> Reset. Reset. Fire away. So this was... Could you actually sing? No, not really. No. So this was inspired by... We will touch back on the singing, though. This was inspired by a gent I follow on YouTube called Peter McKinnon. Okay. The gent recently did a video uh, called Hitting Reset. And for anyone that has watched Peter McKinnon's videos, he had quite long hair, um, like sometimes wear it in a man bun, things like that. He recently did a video where he'd trimmed all the sides of his hair, like basically got his hair cut. Yeah. For the first time in quite a long time. Wow. And... It just sort of inspired me a little bit to think about hitting reset every now and again and being like, okay, yeah, what can I do to do that? And it wasn't that it it wasn't what inspired me to do what I did, um, but it was certainly what made me think towards doing something like that. Okay, interesting. Are you so, going to read it or am I going to read it? I will read. Okay, so if you go to manifestsimplicity.com forward slash reset. You can read this essay in its entirety. However, it's a little—it's a little one. It's a short thought. It's a very short one. So don't feel—don't um, feel totally annoyed if you don't head to read it because you're going to hear the whole thing right now. Um, if you wanted to catch this essay before anyone else, what you would have done already two, three days ago is subscribe to our 
mailing list. Newsletter. The, new, the newsletter on the website. You head to manifestsimplicity.com. You put your email address in the box. You click subscribe. And then on a Friday, before the podcast comes out on Monday, we'll email you. We're already in your DMs. We're all up in your in your inbox, bro. We've slid in. We're there. Slid all up in your Lingering inbox. Lingering about. That's it, bruv. No spam, though. We no spam. spam. Now, we're not going to send you any spam, but what we will do is send you an email that says, hey, look, I know you're interested in the podcast. Thank you so much for subscribing. Um... This essay is about to be discussed on Monday's episode, so here, as a little treat, here it is before anyone else gets to read it. Cool. We'll see you on Monday. So this essay, actually, some people have already read because they're on the mailing list. Clever people. And if you're not, you should be, because that's where all the cool kids hang out. So, reset. Go. So this is reset. Hitting the reset button in life is something we've all done many times over. Ever moved to a new city changed your job, or simply shaved all your hair off, then yes, you have hit reset. And Mick is nodding because he has done that. (laughs) Allowing ourselves to start again, fresh-faced and ready to take on the world, gives us a sense of renewed excitement towards the normal. We approach tasks with a more positive outlook. Our minds are open to new discoveries and our adventurous side takes over. More recently for me, this meant shaving my beard off down to the stubble. (laughs) I woke up on the normal Thursday morning and fancied a change. I grabbed my shaver and went to town. At first, I was not entirely happy with the result, but as the day went on and the more I allowed myself to explore this new slash old look for me, it became less of a concern and I grew to like it. The next day rolled around and as I slowly made my way to the mirror in the morning, I glanced up at the man in front of me with roughly five years younger and whose chin was unusually tiny. I told myself, (laughs) no Craig, This is you now. Whether you want to hit reset or just try something different, there's nothing stopping you from starting today. You may, like myself, wake up one morning and just fancy something different. You could have simply been debating this change with yourself for a while now, but whatever it is, go on, give it a go. Push the reset button on life and allow yourself the ability to discover what it is like to actually reset. Sick. So I the the when I read this I an, immediately thought um, that it's a great metaphor for life and it's a great metaphor for exactly what you've intended it to be which is yeah like at some some points it is really important for us to reset our expectations and our attitude and our understanding and our character because it's very easy for us to get stuck kind of rolling forward and sometimes it's nice to kind of take stock and be like, look, this is where I am, this is where I've come from, this is what I'm like now, this is where I want to be and resetting allows you to do that. The shaving off the beard thing is interesting, it's something I've done many a time. Um, The joy of the beard shave is that it grows back. It does grow back. Um, but And it already is growing back. Yes, so the the beard shave is an interesting one because it, it does... Like you say in this essay, it does give you like this weird, you new, so weird, this weird new perspective because people have got used to seeing you with this giant clump of hair on your face, mm. and then when I saw you again, I was like, oh, yeah, well, you did look, you do look much younger. Yeah, I know. Um, and it's it's it kind of, I don't know if it affects how you perceive someone, like the beard in general, um, but seeing a change does make you reset your expectations a little bit. Um, so yeah, really interesting metaphor for 
kind of like, yeah, taking a step back from your life and saying, cool, this is where I am. And then kind of like resetting your yourself and moving forward. Well, I had a friend do the same thing in high school and he uh, used to have quite like 90s, like Nirvana style hair. Like Ooh, yeah. he'd have quite like lengthy to a shoulder length hair. But for a guy, it was, it was obviously, uh, you didn't see too many guys with that. Uh, and then all of a sudden he came to the bus stop one day to re ready to go to school. And I was like, who the hell is this? He just, he'd done what you did. He just went completely shaved his head. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm not a fan of this. Yeah. And then like a day, like a couple of hours later when I saw him around like the yard and stuff, I was like, actually, no, I'm used to this now. Like it's, it was odd at first because I'm so used to seeing him with the hair that he had. Yeah. Uh, and but for I me, think it was the same. Like I looked in the mirror and I was like, oh yeah, no, that feels loads cleaner. I feel a lot nicer. Uh, easier to manage well i am gonna let it grow back yeah uh, but i'm gonna manage it better yeah like 100 manage it better okay so again you're just feeding the perfect metaphor here because yes sometimes when we reset our lives when we move to a different city or we yeah um when we move to a different city or we yeah change our jobs or kind of reassess a relationship or s start a new project there there is often it does often get pretty difficult to start with. When I moved up here, this is kind of where where my understanding of it is. Like when I moved up to the north from London, it was like we've spoken about a like serious reset on my life. I was kind of coming out yeah. of a relationship where I was unhappy, and well, we were both were, and came into a a new city that I'd never been to before, um, and started a job with a team I didn't know and moved into a town where I didn't know anyone and had to make new friends and learn the landscape and kind of catch people's humor and understanding in the North is a little different to London. Um, so it was like a huge reset. And for the first year, it was really, really difficult because all of my friends were down in London and my family were kind of like, well, I'm not really sure about why I was still here. And it was very strange to be up kind of on my own, living this reset out. Um, I think then, yeah, you're right. Like after a while, it starts to become, it starts to become easier, and it starts to become a little bit like you're normal again. Mm. Um, you and, sort of fall back into the complacency of yeah, but I I don't think it's is. I don't think it's like a bad thing. I think it's like you get comfortable and you get used to where you are yes. and kind of what your situation is um, a little bit. And well, you were obviously used to your life down south and then all of a sudden up here it was very alien very new very different new job yeah. same job new store or new area yeah new area for living new life goals new everything and it yeah, was like, kind of like a new massive massive change yeah so i've kind of i've the last kind of five years have been very strange became a dad mm. relationship ended quit my quit two jobs i loved and started a new job which i now love um moved city took up new old hobbies again yes like lots of things have changed um and i think yeah the the analogy of that's part also why i shaved off all my hair and and kind of became a minimalist uh, like it is just a little reset you're kind of if you're stuck in some in a rut or you're stuck in something that you can see yourself you can see where you're going and it doesn't feel like it's the right place for you to end up then you you have permission from me and Craig right now to reset yourself a little bit and to reset your expectations, reset your goals, reset your habits. Take stock of what you've got. And then think about, think, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, 
you kind of do have to have 360 vision on it because you have to look at where you've come from and and assess that in a way that that you you're kind of preparing yourself for the future but also you have to look at where you are right now and then work out where that path leads you eventually if you're if i during my reset moving up here i'd moved straight into the center of manchester my life would be very different than it is now mm. because I would have been straight back into a city environment. I'd have been really close to work. I would have been much further away from the boys. Mm -hmm. Like things would have been very different. So it's about obviously assessing where you're coming from and where you're going and then thinking about how that affects your present situation. Um, this is a really, really kind of interesting one for us because we're both kind of pretty fresh into new projects. Yes, so yeah, we've, we've uh, sort of hit the reset on creativity a bit, didn't we? Yeah, so a couple of months ago, you kind of were, we did the photos challenge, we did March Memories, and we both got into, really got back into um, our creativity again. And um, I've started writing music again, which is wonderful. You've started on this kind of new-ish, I mean, you always have always been creative. I mean, you've, you were a graphic designer. Um, for a long time, um, but you kind of like have jumped into a new world as well, which is really interesting. How did you how did you reset before you jumped into this new this new project? I think I took stock again of of what I had and where I'd come from, and sort of with the three sixty vision, I I sort of looked at what I'd done, what I'd liked, what I'd enjoyed, and always came back to sort of, I've really enjoyed the final product of a good picture. Right, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, I've been behind the camera, uh, sorry, I've been in front of the camera before when I've done modeling for friends and stuff before, like when they've started like clothing brands or yeah. they've needed pictures for something. Yeah, like, you have a very you have a very specific alternative look. <laughs> yeah. You're covered in tattoos and you've got a slick back and glasses and you look like a hipster. So that works. effectively that, yeah. It works. Thanks, thanks <laughs> it works. So yeah, I did that for a few friends and I always enjoyed looking at the pictures post edit and I was like, you know what, I'd really like to get into doing that. Yeah. And as as stupid as it sounds, photography for me wasn't lazy, but it was the easiest thing to sort of pick up and get into. Right. And then I looked into it and I was like, okay, so this isn't as easy as I thought. However, it is still walking around with a camera, enjoying what, like, nice scenery. And I do appreciate a really good picture. Yeah. And it made me realise, actually, yeah, this is something I really want to be doing. So I've sort of taken stock of doing the illustration, doing the design, doing the drawing and gone... No, I'm sort of done with that. And this has yeah. always been, this has always niggled at me as something I should do more of. Mm -hmm. So I've, I've then gotten rid of all the other excess that I had towards hobbies and nonsense. Like I sold my iPad um, because I wasn't using that anymore. And I got rid of the pencil and the case and I got rid of the whole lot. Yeah. And then I set about getting my camera. Yeah. So I think the I'm done with that is very interesting. Mm. I think tried it. Yeah, I think often we, we, we find it difficult to stop doing things once we've started doing them. Because it's easier to carry on. Because it's them. easier to carry on. Because you've got momentum. It's, very, it's often difficult for us to say, cool, I think like that's run its course now. And I'm okay with the fact that it has run its course. Now I'm going to reset and move on to something else. I think that we often cling mm -hmm. on to the things that we're comfortable with because change is very difficult for people to process. When my previous relationship broke up, 
I struggled massively with the fact that I was going to be on my own again. And the reset only came when I realized that kind of I, my happiness and my kind of my outcome is not based on whether I'm with someone or not. No, it's based on how happy I am and how creative I feel and how much I'm doing the things I love doing. Um, but that, but the entire time you're like clinging on to like what's comfortable and what's easy. But if you can say to yourself, okay, cool, like that has run its course, that project or that job or that relationship has run its course. It's come to its natural end. It feels like, like it feels pretty tough to move out of it. But really, if you can be honest with yourself and say, look, that kind of has come to its natural end, then that reset kind of makes itself happen. And you're, you give yourself a good platform for moving forward. If you had clung on to the design stuff and the illustration, the things that you were really passionate about a while ago and said, right, I'm getting back into my creativity. I want to do those things again. Maybe you wouldn't have been as satisfied. No, I wouldn't. Maybe you 100%. wouldn't have been as happy with the situation. When I, when I moved up here and <clears throat> kind of gave up on music for a while, we started this and we started the writing essays together. Yes, we started yeah. a podcast and I started a blog, which eventually morphed into what we're doing now. If I had said to myself, right, well, I need to write music, maybe I, maybe the five years or four years that I took off from writing music were exactly what I needed. Yeah. Maybe you'll get back into illustration eventually. Maybe you'll do some, Very possible. Do some more graphic stuff eventually. But for right now, it feels like that has run its course, um, which I, I think is really interesting. I just thought of a bit of an, uh, an analogy for it, but a train can't switch its tracks if it's still going full speed. Wow. So like it's the way I'm envisioning it. So if you're yeah. still full speed into a project and you're still really enjoying it, why would you need to switch tracks? Yes. If the project has slowed down, similar to the train, yeah, I think the train is to, then need, able to switch its yeah, course need, and switch its it's tracks. It's about assessing it, isn't it? Like if the yeah, if the project is slowing down, is it slowing down because you're less passionate about it? Then you have an excuse or you have permission to move on and kind of close it off. Yeah. If it's slowing down because um, of the people you're working with or because you're you're not working as hard as you should be, or you're not pulling your weight, then there's obviously a different assessment to happen there. Um, but if the, yeah, if the assessment comes out and it's like, yeah, I'm just not as excited about this anymore, then you can reset and you can say, look, this was for a time the perfect thing for me. I just don't feel like it's the perfect thing for me now. And I want to be doing this instead. Well, life changes, you know, your situation changes, your circumstance change. And over the last few years, I've learned to drive. I've, I've bought a flat. I've got... Otis um, oh, and yeah. Jenna are still very happy. Um, so, you know, things are going quite well. And with the ability to drive, opened up the freedom side of things so I yeah. can go places more, I can do more things. Yeah, yeah, for definite. So, my situation now is completely different to how it was even a year and a half ago. Mm. So, for me, it's my life has changed. So, the situation and my happiness and my, my goals change. So hitting reset, even just to something simple as shaving my beard down, m made me realize that, yeah, I, I definitely had looked weirder for a while. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, I'm used to it now. Yeah, I, everyone in work the other day was like, I mean, I, I was off for two days, I did it, and then I was in for a day, and I'm off for six days. So it was yeah. very interesting. People were like, oh, it's odd. Yeah, but then like you, they got used to it. And yeah. they were like, yeah, it's fine. But because this is what I looked like when I first started. Right. Um, so I mean people for the last two three years have known me with the beard so, yeah. so the, the thing is right oh, this is all feeding into the metaphor 
Oh, even God, though, yeah, even though people have known you for three years with a large bit, like it was the same for me. I had long, wavy Joe Jonas hair for a very long time. You did. And that was what people knew. It's okay for you to reset. Like, you're in charge. You're in charge of your projects. You're in charge of your relationships. You're in charge of the things you're passionate about. You're in charge of all the things that are going on. And ultimately, if it makes you feel happier, or just even if it makes you feel different or explore new things, yeah. then it's right for you. Sometimes I think it's important to, to um, make yourself a little uncomfortable. And I think mm. sometimes resetting and... Yeah, like, with you jumping into photography, you, in, initially, it's an uncomfortable space because you're not an expert. Yes, And definitely. you have to, like, force yourself to... Like, when I moved to the North, I don't know where anything is. I've been here for two years. People say to me, oh, I live in Blackburn. And I'm like, bro. Do you know where that is? No idea. Literally don't have a clue. But if someone said to me, I live just north of Manchester, and then I looked it up and it said Blackburn, I'd be like, oh, cool, now I know it is. Yeah. Like, it, it's okay to be uncomfortable because it gives you an opportunity to learn and to grow. Definitely. Um, and I, I know for me that I will probably, once I grow this beard back and I manage it properly, <laughs> I'm not going to shave it down again. Yeah? Probably, he says. But, I, but I'm bro, not going to consistently maintain it. I shaved mine off it. the other day as well. Because yeah, you, well, you did your hair once and it looked really weird, and I was like, nope, he looked like a naked mole rat. Yeah. But you had clothes on, just just to clarify yeah. that. Sometimes we do record this podcast naked, so that... Uh, on occasion, sense. on occasion. Um, but yeah, like, now, if I had long long hair on my head again, people would be like, oh, that's kind of weird. I think people are kind of used to me not having any hair now. Yeah, like the beard, you definitely still suit the beard and shaved head, but when you have both not there, it is weird at first. Yeah, so, I, yeah, the the... This is all. Read this entire essay as a metaphor for life. Yeah, like just, it, it's designed, and the way I wrote it, I just wanted to get people thinking more yeah. and be like, okay, do I need to change? Like, where am I now to where I was two years ago? Are my priorities still the same? No, okay, cool. And is there anything you change about yourself? Is there anything you change about yourself? Um, the, the, I mean, I'm not saying like tummy talk, you know, bones <laughs> or anything like that. Yeah, I'd, I'm I'd, just saying like, what I'd like you... to be ripped. Like to be hench. I mean, is that? It's not possible. I'm not saying it's not possible, but well, it's probably possible. I just like McDonald's too much. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, isn't I it? I like it. I'd like. I mean, I run quite a bit. I've not. I've You're not, healthy. I'm alive. I'm still alive. Mate. Yeah. Well, exactly. I'm not You're dying well of maintaining your body. I'm not dying of gout. But oh god. <laughs> but that. Yeah. What would I? What would I? What things would I change? I think. I think upon assessment, I'm thinking. Currently wondering whether the north is where my future is. Well, yeah, okay. Um, currently, which like I'm, I've been assessing since I moved. Obviously, like kind of London will always have my heart. Um, assessing whether is I want fifty is fifty exactly. Um, assessing whether the job that we that we both do is what I want to be doing forever. Yeah. Assessing whether I'm putting enough energy into writing and whether this time around I will be smarter about decisions I make. Um, do I want to go back and work with the same people? Do I want to start fresh? Do I want, you know, like, there's lots of things, long-term decisions that are always in my brain. However, what I wanted to ask you was, yes, the, like, the, the big life resets are important. What about the, like, daily reset? Okay. Um, so I try hard to have a moment every day where I go, 
<sighs> okay, cool, let's do this. That little reset each day is what gives me, I mean, also the fact that I'm a bit mad and an extrovert, but it, that's what gives me that kind of fresh outlook on the day and that, that crazy positivity that people see when they see me. They're like, how do you have so much energy? For someone who has two kids and works really late, and has two or three hobbies which take up a lot of time. You just don't get life to bog you down. No, I just don't. Know. I don't. I don't really accept that life has power over me. I have power over it. Um, but that like little daily reset, whether it's a cup of coffee or a conversation with someone or a minute in your car or a song, like there's always something each day where I go, "Cool, this is like this is powering me for today." I think I do that, but I think I do it without realizing I'm doing it. So I dropped Jenna off at work today, and like the song that came on my playlist when I was driving home, I ended up just singing along to. Turned the radio up and just sang along to it. What just, song was it, mate? I can't remember. That's the thing. Oh, it was uh, Vanessa Carlton, A Thousand Miles. Oh my God, what a tune. I, I have it on there really ironically because I, I watched White Chicks and I was yeah, like, Yeah, a lot of people like it because of that film. Uh, and I put it on and I was like driving down next to this guy and um, I was singing it to myself and I was like, looking across at him he never looked at me <laughs> but I looked across at him and I was like hey and I just, it just put me in a and good I mood and I need you do, 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 do. and I was like slapping my steering wheel yeah, 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 I was yeah. having a great time I literally I, I'm like that all the time and that just that just put me in like quite a good mood uh, and I think daily I'll probably do it like if I find myself being like oh can't be bothered today or yeah. if I, I'll tell myself I'll be like why I'll question myself and I'll go why yeah. And I'll be like, well, actually, yeah, there is no reason to not be bothered. Like, I think that's really smart. Like, I, th- I, still, I, think, yeah. I think it's about being aware, like aware when you are, when you are dragging yourself down needlessly and also when you're dragging others down to your level. Like if you're feeling, if you're not feeling great, it's okay to not feel great. But is there a way for you to reimagine your situation to a point where you feel a little better? Well, I've, I've done it. it I surround myself with people at work. So if there's someone in like, certain like an example might be if you're in like it will be a good day because you're always in a good mood so i'll always try and chat to you and feed off what the energy you bring yeah and 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 it's also about yes about what which people are around i like to i like to try and spot the people who aren't having a great day and maybe just try and do something that makes them feel a little bit better um i normally try and approach everyone like that um, with a happy positive, hey man, how you doing? You okay? Yeah. Or hey, how you doing? You all right? How's how's life? And then they're like, oh, so I'm like, oh, wow, what's up? Like, and I'll normally try and make a joke or something like. Yeah, you know. I think I think it's important for people to be able to feel how they feel, but also we we want to try and uplift our friends and our colleagues and our family in a way that they feel better having spoken to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's something that comes with practice for definite. I think that's the human element side of it. I think some people don't have that, yeah. especially when it comes to a work situation. Some people are like, they forget that they're still working with other humans Yeah. and you're still, you're still connected to these people. I mean, ultimately they say you spend more time at work than you do at home with your family. Yeah. It's like you spend so. a third of your time asleep, a third of your time working. So even people you meet in the street, I mean, people you meet in the street, yes. To you, they may just be nobody, but they're still somebody to someone else. Yeah, so I think I think if you can be aware, if you could, that's sick by the way. That was good. That, that was, was I good, loved that. Yeah. That was powerful. Yeah, that was. So like even just smiling at someone. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I walked past this um, this 
this girl was like walking towards me over there. I think she must have been on her way to work and I was and we just sort of like you get the like quite early the not. mutual like on the way to work high five. Well I sort of looked at her and I was like she sort of looked at me and I looked at her and we were like oh, on your way to work. Yeah. And of course sort of carried on going. Have a good day. Um Yeah, I like I I yeah, and if you can if you can help someone else do a little daily reset in that way, then it's perfect. Like I love I love when people say to me, mate, you have such energy, it makes the it makes the world go round. It makes work easier. It makes like this pro like in this we were in the studio the other day, and I'm like impatient when it comes to creativity, especially music. I'm like, cool, I've got this idea, this idea, this idea. Let's put them all down. Let's like let's work. Let's do this. Let's do this. Mm. Those guys went for a break. They went to have a drink. They went to have a smoke outside. While they're there, I'm like in and I'm like working. <laughs> I'm like editing and I'm recording vocals while they're not there and. Doing all this stuff that I've just... They came uh, back in the studio with Bird Down. No, they came back and they were like, how have you done that? Like, it's amazing. How have you How have you changed what we had, this tiny idea we had come up with, and now it's something... Spectacular. Like, you've just, you've finished the bit you were supposed to finish. It's like, Top Gun. It's Top Gun. It does sound a little like Top Gun, my 80s music. Um, but, yeah, like, I, I love when that happens, when I can help someone else assess their situation and go, look, like... There is another level from where you are. You might be feeling okay now, but like, trust me, if you if you look at it differently, you're you're actually like fur much further ahead than where you are. Or like, you have the ability to be happier. You have more energy. You should think about it like this. Like, think about all these positive things that are happening right now. Mm -hmm. when, even when you're and there's negative stuff going on, there's always lots of positive things going. Well, on. Well, we've got. Um, you can help other people reset. That's recently, within the last few days, there was. A, I went for a shoot a couple of weeks ago with a few of the guys from. Um, that work in you need town. you need a name for your photography club what well, they they work in it's just called photography squad at the moment photography squad i think that's what it's called squad, uh, squad i can't remember but basically one of the guys started a text group from not from where we work but from a guy we used to work with he works with a few guys that do photography so we all went out around town and some of the guys work is incredible. Yeah. Um, and they, they're on about getting together and going to a coffee shop in town. I think, I think it's a coffee shop because uh, it's open till 10 o'clock like late and just doing some editing together. And I'm like totally down for that. I'm like, yeah, because editing is where I want to learn. But yeah, I mean, if that was just all, do you want to meet up for a drink and then go out, shoot some pictures? I'd be like, probably not as much. Right. But if I, everyone wants to get together and do editing, I'm like, yeah, 100%. feed off each other's that. energy and learn things from each other. And we could like, be like, oh, here's how I'm editing this. And I might be like, oh, how would you edit that? You know, and get them to mess around. And I'd be like, oh, okay. Then I'm learning, they're learning. Yeah, you're helping you're, other you're, people You're reset. bouncing your creativity off someone else. And yeah. that's what I'm really down for. Um, so I've hit reset with the whole photography thing. And I've, pushed, I've put myself out there more because I've started messaging I ended up meeting with uh, up with a photographer from Manchester uh, that I I'd, I'd never met before. Right, I okay, literally cool. hit him up on Instagram. I was like, "Dude, I see you're in Manchester. I'm holding new to the whole scene in town. Let's meet up, do a thing." He's like, "Yeah, Sick. totally." Took us a couple of weeks to get free, uh, but then we met up, went to the Manchester parade, and we got a few shots. And yeah. he told me about him, told him about my journey in photography and stuff, yeah. and then. Took a few shots, shook hands, and we said we'll meet up again. So that's sick. Yeah, know, I like building I like and then a random community of photographers. Yeah, it's sick, man. I love the fact that there's. Oh, oh I've dropped just, my water bottle. You've just thrown your water bottle. Drop my me. water bottle, everyone. I'm See sorry. That giant spike on the podcast. Giant that's you. Spike. That's my water bottle. Big lemon. Um. So yeah, like it's 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 massively important to reassess and reset, in a big way. Yeah, life changes, like relationships ending, and like relationships starting and new jobs and moving house and all that kind of stuff is important but it's also really important to to 
assess and reset as much as you can yourself or others in like little small ways like get your, get yourself a get someone you you like a donut or yeah. or have a, send someone a song and say look I was listening to this and thought about you and I thought you'd like it like those little those little moments where we break into other each other's lives are how we can reset each other's kind of perspective oh this person was thinking about me when I'm not there yeah. or this person thought I'd like a donut and they got me one like those things can re reset other people's yeah. lives without even knowing and I've done little things like that for people then they've like without me even thinking about it they've always reset the, the favour so to speak yeah um, like a couple of like a week later I'm like oh yeah thanks and then I think back and I'm like oh I did that for them last week yeah. this is how it must have made them feel I'll yeah. do that again sick yeah helping each stuff. other out you know wonderful should we, we get, should, let, should we ask some reddit let's ask so, go on lay it on me if you could reset your brain and watch a movie over again for the first time what would it be Shaun of the Dead. You'd watch Shaun of the Dead for the first time? Over again. Really? I've watched that film at least 30 times. Wow. I still enjoy it. What's your favourite scene? The bit where they are deciding what to do. They've discovered the zombies are real. Yeah. They're deciding what to do. And uh, they reassess the plan over and over and they sit yeah, on the sofa oh, and yeah, like, let's yeah, yeah. go to the winter and, and have always, a pint and wait for all this It always ends up with them in the pub, doesn't it? The first one is go to Liz's, get Liz, get mum, kill Phil. No, kill Phil, get mum, go home and wait, uh, have a brew and wait for all this to blow over. And then it's like, well, it's not very secure. So then they're like, cool, go to mum's, kill Phil, grab mum, go to Liz's, have a brew and wait for all this to blow over. And then yes. uh, it ends up in the Winchester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love, I love that film. My favourite bit is when they're deciding which records to throw at that zombie as it's walking towards them. That's a good one. Batman soundtrack, throw yeah. it. <laughs> I like the bit when they're uh, it, they're up in the morning and he's broken up with Liz and he's like, uh, they're listening to that techno and he's like, brruh, 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 brruh. and the other guy comes down and he goes, it's four in the fucking morning. <laughs> That's a good film. I've got to be up in four fucking hours because every fucker in my fucking department has called him fucking sick. And then he finds out he's been bitten. Uh, and he's like, why did they bite you, man? He's like, I don't fucking know. I didn't stop to ask them. Um, Sorry, I could quote this film all the time. Sorry. And there was a lot of swears there. There was, a, I apologise. I've used up all my swears. But it was quotations. Put it, put it in quotations. So this is an actual rule at the dinner table at my parents' house. Go on. If you're quoting, you're allowed to swear. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, with, with, with fingers. <laughs> I just did it. I quoted. <laughs> then you're allowed to say, fuck... When you, when oh, you, we've when you, thrown a lot of swears out. On we this have. Show. Really sorry, everyone. Sorry, mom. Reset the podcast right now with no oh, swears. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. Do it. You just dabbed on the podcast. Okay, so you would watch Shaun of the Dead again. Yeah. What would you do? I think. I think probably. Oh God, there's so, I love a film. Ooh, I love a film. I think I might go Lord of the Rings. I might go Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings is... Oh, oh that was a good one. Good. The whole trilogy. Yeah. Because I, I, remem I distinctly remember watching the first one, The Fellowship of the Ring, and being really disappointed at the end that I, there wasn't a second one to just watch. Yeah. Like, it ends and they're on the boat and Sam's gone his way. Merry and Pippin have gone their way. People have seen it by now. <laughs> Merry and Pippin have gone way away. Aragorn and Legolas and all that are like, what do we oh do? Oh my God, but there is, there is a bit when Aragorn puts that knife in his sheath and he looks at Legolas and Gimli, he goes, let's hunt some orc. Yeah. And you're like, yeah! And then it ends and you're like, no, 
No, no, no. Because the whole film is set up and then there's a bit of a battle in the woods and yeah. then it's done with. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. you're like, and then the whole next one is the build up to the Hash, Helms hashtag, hashtag Boromir dies. Um, yeah, and then Helms Deep in, fil in film two, which is ridiculous battle scene. Oh. Legolas slides mm. down the stairs on the shield. Oh, oh, Gimli and Legolas, there's comedy. Yeah. One, two, three, and he's like, Hal, oh, Hal, I'm 20 already. Haldir gets killed. Who's Haldir? Exactly. Oh, that, um, he's the leader of the elf army. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We are, we'd be honoured to stand alongside men once more. Oh, so good. And then Legolas stands behind him like, yeah, we're gassed, fam! You're warrior! So excited, yeah. I would probably watch Lord of the Rings. Well, I'll just cut these up, man. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if he was a proper... Yeah, they were roadmen. Yeah, they were proper roadmen. Roadmen. Um, what else would I watch for the first time? I think I would... I would... Ah. Oh, I would watch Goodwill Hunting for the first time. Yeah. Good film. Love, love that film. I think Tote, I'd probably watch Forrest Gump again. <laughs> Forrest Gump, yeah. It's such a feel-good film. film. Such a good film. Imagine yeah. forgetting all the quotes from that film and just re-watching it. Amazing. Terminator 2, Inception, Mad Max. Matrix? Oh, Mad Max, yes. Matrix, maybe. I mean, it is Star Wars, Jubilee Batman, Keanu. Wolf of Wall Street, Endgame. John Wick. I'd probably re-watch John Moana. Wick again. Who, put, who the hell would re-watch Moana? <laughs> oh, no. Although a good Disney film, to be fair. I do you know what I'd rewatch again? And now that they're all out, I'd forget I'd watch them. The Fast and Furious sequel oh, season, yeah. like. No, but then when Paul Walker's not. Yeah, there, I know. And then Charlie Puth starts singing, and you're like, oh, <laughs> he wants to see him again. Uh, I would, yeah. I I think I'd rewatch. I, I am before I watch the new one, Hobbs and Shaw. I think I am gonna rewatch all of them from one to whatever number they're on. Okay, so okay. I've just read your question. Oh, okay, so... Uh, Do you want to uh, explain to me what the hell is wrong with you? Yes. So, if your belly button was a real button, what would you want it to do? <laughs> I have picked out a selection of fantastic answers from Reddit for this. Sheesh kebab. So... This is what the podcast has come to, by the way. The only answer is reset. So, yeah. no, but sleep Yeah, what mode. would it reset? Would it just reset you? Probably. You press it and you're like... <laughs> and it's like, it's like erasing your, Robo. Robo. your hard drive. Robo rock door. Robo So, sleep mode for your entire body. Just oh, like, right, boop, God, that would be so good. Imagine, Imagine being you... on a flight, on a plane. Oh, just blam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How do you uh, wake yourself up from that? You just wake up naturally? Well, this is the answer. Well, this is the thing. So some people, you know, naturally would be my way. Yeah. But other people have put, uh, like, you, uh, like an egg timer. You can turn it. Oh, yeah. Or however long you hold it down for. Oh, yes. Yeah. I like that. It's like, if you hold it down for 10 seconds, you get 10 hours sleep. I'm going to save the second answer for the last because it's the infinitely the best. Okay, I'm going to try not to look at it until then. Activate six pack. So it's like, <laughs> instant six pack. Don't need that, mate. Don't need that. Uh, spawn a random animal. Already got a six pack, mate. Yeah, but you can't spawn a random animal, can you? I can. Can yeah? Swans, mate. <laughs> right there. <laughs> right there. That's me slapping. See that's me slapping the bicep. Yeah, the swans are out. See how I defaulted to flipping. Yeah. Because I feel we've overused. Yeah, we've the overused the fuck word. Oh Jesus. <laughs> so the best answer, in my opinion, was I want my nipples to start flashing like emergency signals. <laughs> so it's like you press it. It's like woo. Someone's in danger. Like an air raid siren. You did a really good I air did. raid siren the other day. Oh, God, I'm not going to be able to do it again. do it. <laughs> I'm laughing. <laughs> no, I can't remember. 
<laughs> I can't oh, even remember how so I did good. it. It was, it was really good. accurate. It was so weird. It was good. We were talking about post I told, the story, I told the story about how the post office near my grand's growing up had an air raid siren that went off roughly three <laughs> times if, between the ages of zero and 13. That's that so I remember. Strange. That's so weird. Um, yeah, I what would I like to do? I think at this point I knew what an air raid siren was and I specifically stayed indoors. I was like, yeah, I'm not going, yeah, out, I'm not going out there. I could get bombed. <laughs> um, <laughs> what would I like the button to do? I'd like the button to... Oh, I'd like it to... I'd like to press the button and immediately be ready for the day. Ooh. You know when you're in bed? That's a definite Mick answer. You know, yeah. <laughs> when the alarm goes off, you know that like... 15, I mean... You, most, like, feel quite groggy, don't for you? For most people, it's, like, 15 minutes where they, like, get out of bed and they, like, rub their eyes and they get a coffee. For me, it's 15 seconds. I'd like to bypass that 15 seconds. <laughs> I'd like to wake up, press my belly button, and then immediately be ready for action. Be ready. Be ready <laughs> to be fair, action. it's only 15 seconds. I already feel like you're pretty ready for action. Yeah, I'm pretty ready for action. What else would I, what else would I have it do? You press the belly button and... You, what do I waste a lot of time doing that I would like to automate? Thinking. Yeah, no, I like to think. I, I think a lot. I would like to press the button and... Oh, I, don't I think I'd like to press the button and be transported to a different country. Okay. So you press the button. Do you have control? Uh, no. Just to make it more interesting, no. Can you press it, how quickly does it reset before you can press it again? An hour. You do not want to spend an hour in random countries, mate. <laughs> an hour, just an hour. What if you end up in like the middle of a war zone? Well, I'm there for an hour. You're dead. I'll make the most of it. You're literally dead. I mean, it, what if you... What okay, if you... so sti let's stipulate you're somewhere safe. Okay. For an Belly hour. button safe mode. Belly button... Press it, different country, nowhere you've ever been before. National Monument. All right, National Monument yeah. for an hour. Oh, Machu Picchu, imagine that. Oh, oh God. could you even? Imagine getting to, you just roll up and you're like, oh, look, Grand Canyon. Oh, could you even? Press the button again. <laughs> Touch my hole. Straight away, yeah, but there's only, yeah, okay, yeah, fair enough. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, I'd just have my camera with me. I'd just take my camera, press the button, boom, done, right, here's some great photos. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, that's a good one. Actually. That's a yeah. thought about that, didn't oh, I? You really like that. So, if your belly Save button... Me 15 seconds. If your belly button had a button on it and it did something, please email us or hit us up on the gram at SimplicityPod and tell us what you your belly button does when you press it. Not a lot. Have you got an innie or an outie, Craggles? Innie. Yeah, everybody, if you've got an outie, you're weird. Yeah. Yeah, you were, you were born back. Freaks. Um, right, it's time for us to get back to the real world, but we'll see you next time on Manifest Simplicity. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a five-star review. That way, more people get to hear about the show. If you want to read more things we've written, check out the blog at manifestsimplicity.com. And if you want to keep up with our daily lives, you can find us on Instagram by searching SimplicityPod. SimplicityPod. And remember, when your life is simple, you allow space for your brain to work, for your heart to explore, and for your mind to be creative. Simple isn't always easy, but it's always more fulfilling.